All right, welcome guys. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. Welcome to a special emergency edition podcast as we talk about the big news that just dropped. Now, the audio the audio might sound a little bit odd because we're actually recording through the phone. Uh, just because uh, I, Macklin Hamilton, actually caught COVID, so I'm following protocol. Uh, so yeah, how are you doing, Dace? Um, I'm I'm cool, bro. I'm cool. I'm cool. We um we about to talk about some big news that I feel a certain way about, but um let's let's get to it. Exactly. And so we actually did not plan on recording at all today, but when the news dropped, just like people who come off the bench, we are ready for the big news and. We just went straight to it, didn't we, Days? Yeah, yeah, we did. All right. Okay, so big news. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, dropped a Woj bomb, as everyone knows, announces that Brooklyn is acquiring uh, James Harden in a big blockbuster deal. Let me walk through some of the details. So this is a big trade. Uh, there might be some moving pieces. Some things might change here and there. But as of right now, uh, so – you and me, days we've talked about in the past about, you know, the potential trade coming through. And we were always wondering, yeah. like, who, who is Houston going to get out of this trade? Mm-hmm. And so this was a four-team trade with the Rockets, uh, the Nets, the Pacers, and the Cavs. So as of right now, Victor Oladipo is heading to the Houston Rockets along with Dante Exum, uh, Radion's Kyrix. Uh, three first-rounders from Brooklyn, one Milwaukee first-rounder, and then four more first rounders, lots of first round picks from, you know, upcoming years. Uh, mm-hmm. The Pacers get Karis Levert and a second round pick. And then the Cavs get Jerry Allen and Torian Prince and the Nets. All they get is James Harden. So Vince, <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> so, so, so I'm a, I, I, I'm a touch on the Harden thing last. Right. Um, Jared Allen going to the um, Jared Allen going to the Cavs. Um, I just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's big because Jared Allen was was pretty impressive this season. Like he he was doing better than, than DeAndre Jordan. Like he was getting blocks, rebounds. Like he was killing it. So right. I'm I'm low key surprised he went to the Cavs. Um, good for him. Hopefully he can make a name for himself. Right. Um, Victor Oladipo going to the um, Rockets. Right. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I kind of saw this trade coming. Um, yeah. The the Pacers have Miles Turner and Serbonis, and he, and both of them have been killing it. And Victor Oladipo has been having injuries left and right. So mm-hmm. I, I low-key did kind of see this coming. So I'm not surprised. Um. Now let's get on the Rockets. Yeah. So um like the Rockets lost, bro. You think they lost the trade? Let's be honest, man. Okay, let's let's let, let's fully take a history of the okay. Rockets. The, let's the Rock the Rockets over the past two two decades, bro. They, they, they got James Harden from OKC. Cool. James Harden got the White Howard. That didn't work out. They got Chris Paul. That didn't work out. They traded a couple first round picks. Right. They, they get Russell Westbrook. That didn't work out. You 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 traded your your prime star to Brooklyn, and right. all you got to show for it is Victor Oladipo. Like, who who's the best player on the Rockets right now? Is it John Wall? 
Is it Victor? Right. Is it PJ Tucker? Eric Gordon? Like I, I honestly couldn't tell you. This this trade, I would ask for more if I was the Rockets. And that's why I feel like the Rockets lost this. Now, l- let's get to the winner who I would assume that everybody would say. <laughs> I, win. I don't know if I agree with the winner here. But right. not, not, I'm not saying I agree, but like in terms of like this whole trade, I feel like the Nets got what they wanted. All I would say about this trade is this is stupid. <laughs> this is this is so stupid. Okay. Like at, at the beginning of the season, I was saying, okay, cool, bet. I would love James Harden, the, the the play for this team. The reason I said that is because when the season first started, mm-hmm. I was I was assuming the Nets was gonna play a better defense, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I was assuming they were gonna play better defense. Right. But 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 now you got Kyrie who 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 let's face it isn't all that great on defense. You got Kevin Durant. His defense is amazing. But, I mean, his offense is amazing. Right. But let's just be real. His defense isn't that great. And you got James Harden. You feel me? Right. Who, who, who we all know is an amazing offensive player, but his defense isn't that great. And, like, yo, to put the cherry on the cake, you got a head coach in Steve Nash who is not known – as playing defense as a player, right? And you got his assistant coach being Mike D'Antoni, who doesn't, who come on now, bro, can't even spell defense. D'Antoni can't even spell he, defense. You can't. <laughs> you like, like, come on, bro, you can't. So, like, like, I don't know. Like, when people play the Nets, they're gonna be putting up maybe one twenty every night, one fifteen, right? But like, so you're just gonna have to outscore them if you're the Nets, and yo. There's only one in basketball, bro. Like, <laughs> so, so, so you think? So you think? What do you think? Do you think the Nets are actually going to be good, or do you think it's just their offense? Obviously, offensively, they're going to be great, but defensively, they're just going to be a massive liability. Uh, I'll be honest with you, and we're probably going to get touch on this a little bit later on in like a future podcast. Yeah, but at, at earlier at the season when we was doing our picks, I, I had the Nets. As the, I think we both had the Nets yeah. as the, probably the best team in the East. After watching them, I got to put them as four. Oh, Philly okay. is killing it. Yeah, Philly is killing it. Giannis, yo, he is killing it, bro. Yeah, like like yo, the, the Nets are either three or four. I think Philly's better than them right now, and I think the Bucks are better than them, bro. And you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and now you got James Harden, like. You don't have no defense, man. Yeah. Like I've been watching I've been watching a couple games that play like like the Hawks. The Hawks is just like the Nets. They're they're not known for like defense, but you feel me? That was a high scoring game. And I believe they the I believe the Hawks won that game yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Like this trade is it's a bit it's a big I, trade. The the only team as far as I'm concerned, I, I think Brooklyn won in terms of they got exactly what they wanted. They wanted James Harden for a while, and they didn't have to give up Kyrie and Kevin Durant. So they won. But if I had a great, like, like if I had a great this whole trade, right? It's a C plus. Like the Nets got a C plus. Um, the Cavs, you know, uh, I I I'll give the Cavs a B plus. You feel yeah. they got Jared Allen. 
I think Jared Allen is a really good player. So, like, I think the Cavs are, are the only ones that really, really, like, got something good that could help their team right. in this trade. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to cover. Uh, I think for the – what you said, so you feel like the Rockets completely lost this trade. Is that right? I mean, if if you – like, so I feel like the point of this trade – you got to give up your all-star, but you feel me? You also have to come out better. Right. They lost an amazing star in James Harden. Like, bro, let's let's look at the Rockets. They lost their head coach right. last year. I mean, this year, Mike D'Antoni, and they lost their, their general manager, bro. Right. Like, like, come on now. And they got a John Wall and Boogie Cousins that just came off an injury. Right. But and a Victor been- Oladipo that's injured right now. Well, he he's he's isn't he coming? Oh, Depot is actually back, and he has been playing, hasn't he? No, nah, uh, I, I just checked before we hop on. He he didn't play on um, the last game because oh, okay. he had a he yeah because he had an injury. Yeah. Well, I I think with the Rockets, if I if I was a Rockets fan, and I'm thinking just I'm like a season ticket holder, I'm thinking long term with the Rockets. I'm never jumping off. I I personally would view this as a win, and here's why. Because okay. there was already there was already a lot of drama going on with John Wall and Demarcus Cousins and Harden. Because like last night, um, James Harden, <laughs> you heard what happened, didn't you? James Harden was just like, "I'm out. Like I, this this team sucks. This team sucks." <laughs> and it just basically, you know, Demarcus Cousins was asked. He's like, "Hey, what are your thoughts?" And he's like, "Oh, he's he's been disrespecting this team this whole time. I just came here to play jo- with John Wall." So we've talked about the toxicity with James Harden, just like heading out. He's just been trying to push his way out after all what Houston and their franchise done. And I think, I think something bad must have happened last night in the locker room. I think, I think tempers were flared. Something happened to the point where the franchise like, all right, we're, we're, we just got to get rid of you. Like we, you obviously don't want to be here, James Harden. And, it's and I think Houston long term has won this trade because they finally got someone out that doesn't want to be here anymore. And you know, we've talked like, can he actually win a title? And they got all these first round picks for the next like three or four or five years. And hopefully, they can pick up some like solid pieces and they can use those picks as assets for a future big time trade. Um, and they picked up Old Depot. And if Old Depot's back to being healthy, he can be the number one guy. Or, you know, he can, you know, be a combo with uh, John Wall. Now, with Cousins, okay. uh, C- Cousins is – he's not the same. He wasn't like he used to be, and I think Cousins is more of a player off the bench. But I could see this as a win as a Houston Rockets fan. Hey, we, bro- we, we went our separate ways with James Harden. This was going to happen anyways. But we got a lot out of this trade. We got a good superstar, okay. and then we got a lot of these first-rounders. Okay, Mac, let me ask you this. All right. With, with this trade the Rockets just made, can they make the playoffs? I think they could. I think they – I predicted them as an eight seed. And I think they could still make it as an eight, maybe play in the play-in game. And I think the reason why I think it's a win long-term is that they can use, use these first-round picks as a future asset to trade for another big-time player down the road. Now, for this season, are they a playoff team? I don't think they're like a – competitive playoff team but do i think they can sneak into the playoffs yes that's my answer 
You basically just said they're a good 2K team, bro. No, 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 no. That's New Orleans. <laughs> no, that's New Orleans. We know it's New Orleans. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So I just got one more question for all you, right, man. All right. Okay. This trade that Houston made and the trade that the Pelicans made, which one was better? The I'm talking about the Pelicans made um was it last year? Yeah. No, yeah, no, two years ago. Okay. Which one is better? You talk about Anthony Davis's trade? Yeah, the Anthony Day. Because because if you really think about it, it's about the it's, same it's scenario. Similar. Yeah, it's somewhat similar. Like, yo, Harden won it out. AD won it out. You feel me? But I feel like the only difference is, yo, the Pelicans got some rising stars out of it. Yes. And and um, the Rockets, they got Victor Oladipo. And they got some some, some first-round picks. They're basically banking on players that that are in junior high right now. Yeah, but but like, like those trade those picks can be used as a, for a future trade. Like they can use these future first round picks and be like, "Hey, I want to trade for your superstar. Here's a couple first round picks." So they're not necessarily they might not bank on those type of players, but they're using those as potential assets down the down the road if they can. I think it's a lot of nice pieces to use for a big time trade. You know what I mean? I mean. I agree with you, but like I'm just saying, in terms of the Anthony Davis trade, the Pelicans got first round picks. They, they got first round picks, and they got two of the Lakers first round, like first round picks from the past, Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, and they yeah. are balling out. Like I feel like the Rockets don't got anything to show for it, other, other than Victor Oladipo, man. Like, yeah, yeah I, but. I guess one thing you can look at it, it's like it's not – I think that both the Nets – because I don't know if I could say the Nets are the winner in this trade because there's four other teams involved. And they – and I've, I've peeked into the Brooklyn Nets, like, subreddit, their fan base. I've listened to some of their mm-hmm. podcasts. So I've kind of, like, taken an eye and see what the fan base is saying. And they're, they're not in a good spot. Like, they, they were furious when Steve Nash was giving minutes to DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen. And they're just like, yeah. why are you doing this? And they're they're furious about Kyrie Irving, which we will we'll cover in a minute. But they just lost their big man down low, so their interior defense is just got just decimated from this trade. And this is all for James Harden. And like, we don't even know if Kyrie's actually coming back. So it's right now it's gonna be James Harden and KD. And but like the defense, they you know they lost in Witty, who was like the defensive guard for them. Mm-hmm. He's out for the season. They lost all these players. I mean, they're just going to be so thin that you know, like in terms of bench, like they're not going to be going to have the same depth that they did before. But like, is their offense going to overcompensate for that? <laughs> it's interesting. I don't think so. Uh, I I think the Nets' offense is intact. Because the next the Nets have a whole bunch of scores from Kevin Durant, now James Harden, the Kyrie Irving, and let's not forget about Joe Harris. Right, like he's he's nasty from the three. And and what's that other dude? I'm trying to think of him. It's, he played with Spencer Dimwitty. I'm trying to think of his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a uh, Karis um, Levert. He, Karis he, Levert. He yeah. got traded away. To the Pacers. Oh, what? Yeah, I just said. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, dude, they let go of everyone. So, my thing with the Nets, dude, if they play head-to-head with the Lakers, they're they're going to get crushed because Anthony Davis is going to eat this team alive. 
this is a this is going to be a really bad matchup in terms of like the interior. Like Anthony Davis is just going to, yeah, and LeBron's going to body this team up because James Harden can't guard him. KD can kind of guard LeBron, but if LeBron puts his mind to it, it's over. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I I don't know. I mean, it's it's fascinating. I'm just the Nets should have just stayed away, man. The Nets already had a good team. They had a good lineup. Like, this team made it to the playoffs last year with, without Kyrie right. and Kevin yeah. Durant, bro. Yeah, and it's like they, they were a low seed. Like, I think they were like a seven or six seed, bro. But you guys still made it. Right. And it's like, what's the point? Like, are you just adding James Harden for star power? Like, uh, me, me and you talk about, about it in a previous podcast. Like, we talk about is it worth it? Like having James Harden on your team and right. what comes with him is it worth it? And I honestly don't feel like it's worth it, man. Like, okay, cool. James Harden gets you thirty to forty points a night if you put his mind to it. Right. But like Kevin Durant could probably do the same thing. Kyrie can get you at least eighteen to twenty, right. maybe maybe thirty. But it's like, it, like you're already in a good situation. You should have just stayed away for it. And it's like, I know Steve Nash is a first-time coach, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering if the GM made this decision or if Steve Nash made it. Because, right. like, you're, you're just asking, asking for, like, star power. And I'm also wondering if Mike D'Antoni is over there whispering in Steve Nash's ears, like, yo, we need Harden. We need Harden. <laughs> and, we, and we know Harden and, and D'Antoni – got a good relationship. Yeah. Like, they, they got a great, great relationship. So, I I just don't think it was in the best interest of the yeah. Nets. I would have kept everything going the same. The same. Their defense is going to be trash. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be trash, bro. Well, James oh Harden might, might be motivated to hit the gym now because some of that weight he's picked up. Because I think no. – Because he was just kind of slacking off in terms of staying conditioned. I mean, he was still getting buckets, but I think – he he was just not motivated to stay in shape with the Rockets because he knew he was on his way out. James Harden is going to be in Brooklyn, New York. You know how many shirt clubs are in New York? I don't. I don't bro. know. <laughs> bro, he is not going to be motivated, bro. This is the <laughs> worst case scenario for James Harden. Oh, he's going to no. be, bro, He's going to be making it rain every home game. Yeah, every home game, bro. Like. Oh that's that's how James Harden does it. But let's let's transition. We're gonna still be talking Brooklyn Nets, but let's talk about because this is all tied together. Kyrie Irving. So the last couple of days, there's been a lot of drama brewing with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Kyrie Irving's kind of been missing in action, MIA for the last couple of days. He's not showing up to practice. He's not showing up to games. Now this started last week, and he just said he wasn't gonna go to one of the games last week because for personal reasons. And this is right after the Capitol uh, storming that happened. And so we were thinking maybe it was some personal things he was kind of dealing with uh, because that was just like a really hard time for a lot of people. But people were asking him, trying to kind of pick his brain, like, hey, like, what's going on? How long are you going to be away from the team? And no one was getting clear answers. And Steve Nash has been being drilled by the media, like asking, hey, do you know when – are you, do we know if Kyrie Irving's returning this year? And Steve Ness is like, sure. Just gives a one-word answer. And Kyrie Irving's also getting investigated because he was found at a party with a couple friends, not wearing a mask, 
And he was also on a Zoom session with some uh, political figure, I think like yesterday or the day before, during a Brooklyn Nets game. And so basically Kyrie Irving is kind of ghosting his team. And uh, no one knows what's going on. And Stephen A. Smith this morning uh, just straight up said Kyrie Irving needs to retire because he obviously doesn't care enough to play this game of basketball. So what are your thoughts, Days, with this whole drama with Kyrie Irving? I don't give a damn what Kyrie Irving's personal reason is. You get a paycheck to play in the NBA, man. Exactly. You get a paycheck to pass the ball, hit some threes, do some layups, bro. And you talking about, nah, I'm not going to play? No, no. Hey, this is a hot take right here. Kyrie Irving is the weakest superstar I have ever seen in basketball. Oh, wow. Now, when I when I say weakest superstar, I don't mean in terms of like he's a he's a shitty player, like he's a bad right. player. No, I mean in terms of like you're a superstar, but it's like like you don't carry yourself like a superstar, man. Right? Like you're just oh my, God. yeah. Like I'm 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 super upset about it. Um, and I honestly think that Stephen Stephen A. Smith is is right. Yo, yeah, Kyrie, if you're gonna be doing all this, and if you're not going show effort that that you want to play the game of basketball you should just retire because like yo this isn't the first time we've seen this mac come yeah. on bro cleveland you're, right. you're 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 beefing with lebron which i went on a record saying i'm not a big lebron fan but yeah. i still know he is a good and decent man right. like bro you're beefing with this dude just because you want to have your own team okay cool bet you go to boston cool i go to boston yo you're surrounded by a whole bunch of young players the season before this, these young players, bruh, took bruh, took LeBron Cavs to Game Seven, and Jason Tatum rise as a star and dunk all over LeBron nuts yeah. all the way in his face. You feel me? <laughs> okay, cool. The the next season, Kyrie, you play, and we see um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown like what regressing. Yeah. And, yo, you're making this whole effort with the media talking about you're going to be back next season, and you lied, and now you're doing the same thing in Brooklyn, talking about you don't want to play? But, yo, you're a weak superstar, Kyrie. You are a weak superstar. Yo, anybody listening to this shit right now, bro, go ahead. If you have a Kyrie Irving jersey, burn it. Burn it. Oh, bro, shit. I mean that truly. Kyrie is a weak superstar, bro. If you have a Kyrie Irving jersey, Jersey, burn it and have yourself a little bonfire with the family, bro. Some homies, get some marshmallows popping, bro. Some weenies on the steak and just chill. It's, it, it, yo, it's cold outside now, bro. Yo, we in the winter time. Yo, just burn the jersey and get some heat. Like, yo, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Kyrie. I, 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 I'm tired of defending him, bro. I am tired of defending Kyrie Irving. You are a weak superstar, bro. Yeah, no, those are strong words. I mean, like, what would happen, Days, if, you know, if you, you know, one of us just decide not to show up to work for a couple of days and not respond to our bosses, like what would bro, happen? Bro, I'm not going to get paid. I'm going to exactly. get fired, bro. Like, come on now, G. Like, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, bro, he's so inconsiderate, too. Yo, Steve Nash is a first-time coach. Kyrie, Steve Nash's success is based off you, bro. Right. And everybody is looking at, at Steve Nash a certain type of way because some people are saying, I don't think he can coach. 
Some people are saying he can coach Kyrie. But I feel like if the Nets don't make it past the second round in a play, no, if the Nets don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, Steve Nash might get fired, bro. Oh, you think he's on that sort of a leash? Bro, come on. Let him go that quick. Bro, I mean, I'm just looking at everything, bro. Like a first time coach, like, I feel like I could look at, at a couple of coaches and they will put their players in check and be like, yo, what's going on? What's what's this? Like, why are you not showing up? Like, I feel like Doc Rivers w- w- would do that. I feel like Dwayne Casey would do that. I feel – man, bro, I feel like um, Ty Lu would do that and, and Iverson step over him. Like, <laughs> like, so, like, okay, so, so you think – okay, because to me – if they do poorly in the playoffs, and if I'm in the front office with Brooklyn, I'm going to give Steve Nash a pass, especially if this Kyrie Irving drama keeps escalating. Because I don't think – because at the end of the day, they're adults, and, like, you know, it, that's the difference between NBA and college. Is like in college basketball, the coaches there, like Coach Cal and all of them, they can kind of tell the players what to do. But the NBA, there's that tightrope of you, you have to respect them as adults, but you can't tell them what to do. And, and like, Kyrie – if I was a front office, I would kind of give Steve Nash a pass because there's only so much that Steve Nash can do. Kyrie's his own person. And I mean, I, well, I mean, I definitely disagree with what Kyrie's doing. Um, but okay, I think, I think if the drama got bad, it's like, hey, this because this because Kyrie's left a trail of messes mm-hmm. in Boston and Cleveland. Like yeah. Brooklyn knew this when they what they were getting themselves into with Kyrie. This was the risk. But 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 like. So, Mac, the, the thing I'm saying is that, yo, everybody are, was already looking at Brooklyn when they hired Steve Nash, you feel me? I, I told Steve Nash was going to be a good coach, you feel me, because he was a great player. And, like, yeah. m- most most good coaches were point guards, you feel me? Steve Nash was yeah. a point guard. But it's like there's still a lot of people that was like, I don't know if this is a good choice. And, like, on top of that, you got Kyrie Irving, you got Kevin Durant, and now you have James Harden. James Harden, yep. Bruh, you, you, got, you got two former MVPs on your team, and Kyrie Irving, I think he's like a like a four- or five-time All-Star. You feel me? Yeah. And you told me you can't make it to the Eastern Conference when, when there's teams in the East, I mean to the Eastern Conference Finals, when there's teams in the East like the Bucks, that guy, Giannis right. y- on it. That's it. But, but, it, but suppose – what if Kyrie doesn't return at all and it's just James Harden and KD and then they're decimated depth and no inside interior? Like, I, I still you think, know what I mean? I still think James Harden and KD should be enough to take you to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know. I think Miami could take them down with the defensive player of the year, Bam Adebayo. Stop it. Stop you know, it. I think maybe the Wizards. I think the Wizards could beat them. Okay. The Wizards Stop it. <laughs> I mean, hey, you never know. Hey, hey, the Wizards beat them last time they played, bro. Hey, they played just, <laughs> just as good defense as the Nets, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, anything else you want to cover, Days? Uh, Kyrie is a weak superstar. Kevin Durant has to carry this team. And James Harden. Oh, um, wow. Yo, James Harden, you better get back in, in the gym, bro, and put in some work. But uh, other than that, I'm super surprised by the trade happening today. I feel like you're probably correct. I, I feel like the game last night probably left like a, 
like a nasty taste in in the yeah. uh, <laughs> in, in the Rockets' mouth, and they're like, "Okay, cool, we, we gotta let him go." But I didn't think it's gonna happen this quick. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, yo, yo, the NBA, bro, it, it's my favorite drama. It's my favorite oh, drama yeah. series. I, I think I think this is gonna be great for the podcast because we're gonna get a lot of content. Yeah, in the next couple months. <laughs> like, is Kyrie gonna come back? No, I mean it's gonna be like keeping up with the Nets. Yeah, That's bro. Like, we should probably change our podcast. Keeping up with the Nets. Hey, we we can but, finally stop saying Houston we got a problem. So because apparently right, they right. got a solution. <laughs> yeah, they got a solution. All right. Well, hey, this was an emergency podcast. We came off the bench. Make sure we took care of business and cover the breaking news for today. Uh, we're gonna get another podcast next week. Uh, we'll probably record like a Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, special for next week, so that'll be good. Hey, that's a holiday now, y'all. You get a holiday pay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish we were getting paid for this podcast. <laughs> All right. This is Off the Bench Podcast. My name is Macklin Hamilton with... Hey, your boy, Days. All right. Y'all take care. Yes, sir.